It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. Welcome, nerds. This is Mark Weber. Dub them ease. You are listening to a graphic conversation. We're back. Yep, we are back, and I am joined, as I always am, by the original man-child, Ricky Widmer. What's up, what's up, guys? I like it, because now Johnny is a man-child as well. He's I'm the, the original. man-child. You, you're I'm the, the original, original one here. Uh, I like how we're getting nicknames now. I'm the, the OC, and he's the FC. Yeah, yeah, OG. Well, no, the OM for man-child. Yeah. The OMC and the FMC. There you go. There you go. Uh, <laughs> anyways, you're listening to A Graphic Conversation, the bi-weekly podcast where we read, discuss, and review the best, and hopefully not the worst, in graphic novels. Hopefully not Joe Matt. Uh, I still have that. It still is it's still at my <laughs> is house. It's still falling apart um, in your, in your well, house? It is sandwiched between <laughs> other books. So, no, it's actually okay. Uh, you guys can... It's in some... Peep show. It's in the zero yeah. season. Mm-hmm. Um, the prequels. A graphic conversation, yeah. So, uh, th- for this one, we read, discussed, and reviewed uh, Wonder Woman, Spirit of Truth. You guys might not know about this. It is a uh, kind of not traditional graphic novel in the sense of it's more of just one of those big giants uh but by paul dini art by alex ross um and what we do on this podcast is we'll have a spoiler free section we will talk about the book we'll talk about it without really ruining anything we will then warn you we will give you tons of warning when we get into the spoiler zone and you are more than welcome to press pause there and read it to join with us. If you don't want to do that, that is okay. You can just be here for the conversation and enjoy that part of it. I went to the spoiler zone. That's what I think every time you say yeah. spoiler zone. Yeah, it does. I bet. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, so let's, let's talk about some spirit of truth. Uh First of all, let me give you guys a little bit of a description in case you're interested in reading this. Uh, Essentially what this is, it's a very internal monologue. So Wonder Woman is being sent to the world of mankind, and she is a diplomat in a way. She is here to kind of make everybody better, but she is confused about why when she tries to help, people don't want her help. And she kind of gets the... She kind of, uh, I don't know, I can't think of a good word, but she's getting pushed back. She's getting a lot of pushback for her help. And she tries to ask herself why and figure out what the solution is. That's essentially what this book is. Uh, of course, the most notable thing in this is really the art. If you have... I loved it. If you've read things like Mad Love, uh, whatever it might be, you're familiar with this art style. You're familiar with this way of doing things, and it's very, very cool. Uh, but... Ricky, let me ask you a question that's very important to this podcast. Mm-hmm. Who is this book for? Who should read this? This book is for 
I'm going to be honest, Wonder Woman lovers. And if you're huge into the character of Wonder Woman, you will love this. If you're not, you might not like the story. Like, it's going to be, if you love Wonder Woman and she's one of your favorite heroes, then this graphic novel is for you. You will love the story. Or I'll even throw this out there. If you're a woman, if you are a woman, you might like this story a little bit more than your male counterpart. If you're like myself and Wonder Woman is not your favorite character, you might be sitting there going, oh, the story's all right, but man, that artwork was really good. <laughs> Artwork's awesome. If you if you like that, you're really going to love this. Uh, Wonder Woman fans, sure. I actually think this could potentially be a decent introduction into Wonder Woman for people who have mm-hmm. no idea really about her. Just for the... Um, it makes you think. It makes you think. If you like it's, to think, it's a very, you'll like it It's too. a very soft intro mm-hmm. to, to a character. Um, I disagree about the woman part. I actually don't think very many women. I think a lot of women would have one major gripe with the plot. We'll get into it because I don't want to spoil mm-hmm. it. There's a specific thing that I could easily see the gripe. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, I would agree with Wonder Woman fans for the most part. Um, the story's not going to necessarily sell too many people. Mm-hmm. On, on the character. Um, so to, to keep it spoiler free for anything, um, is there any kind of first things you want to get into? Well, I mean, the big thing to me, which this will be the mm-hmm. most of the non-spoiler section because yeah. it doesn't spoil anything. But the biggest takeaway I have after reading this is the artwork. Alex mm-hmm. Ross did a phenomenal job on this one to where you're reading it in. Usually when you read a graphic novel, you're looking and it's like more cartoonish style or Mm -hmm. it looks realistic, but you're like, okay, it's still that kind of animated style to where it's a comic book. They're fictional characters, but these, every single kind of pain of this graphic novel, it looks so realistic Yes, to where it's kind of like a portrait, kind of like a painting. Also, kind of like you, he, Alex Ross tried to make this look almost like a picture, mm-hmm. an exact picture, and like you get to see actual real people. And part of that in me makes you connect to the person a little bit more because you feel like it's an actual real person compared yeah. to just, oh, it's a cartoon character. And, and something that's so interesting, I, I, I just read that uh, Alex Ross was. Talking about the struggle of mm-hmm. having this feminine character who's also very intimidating and mm-hmm. having the very real look of that. Um, the artwork is amazing, without a doubt, to the point that that's really the highlight of the book. Um, you know, I definitely find it interesting that we get to see Wonder Woman in very modern um, modern situations, modern mm-hmm. scenes, to where you see things and you're like, oh, that might be a reference to this moment in history or whatever it might be. So that's very cool. Um I don't know. I, I kind of got the feeling that this was a prequel is really what it comes down to, that this was setting me up for something, and then I had to go out and do more on my mm-hmm. own, if that makes sense. I, I definitely was left with a little bit of a hunger of, oh, that was it? It's short. I mean, what it comes down I was actually impressed that I read it as quickly well, as I did without and, realizing how quick it was going to go by. And that's one of the nice things about it. Like, it's a quick read. And the reason why I say that's one of the quick things about it is one of my huge negatives with it is the story because there's no direct, like, 
there are obviously antagonists, like there are political leaders, there are terrorist mm-hmm. groups, there are different evil organizations that, well, I'm not going to say organizations, that's even going too much. There are evil, just random people yeah. that Wonder Woman interacts with in the story, but there's no one antagonist where it's Wonder Woman against yeah. this villain. We're not sitting there looking at Superman v. Lex Luthor. Yeah, and yeah. it's not like you're sitting there Batman, Joker, and it's yeah. their story kind of playing out. This is very much about our protagonist, about mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, and really what's going on in her head. Yep. And the thing that I look at is this was a story where I'm a, like, maybe Paul Dini said, hey, you know what? All I want to do is I want to tell the origin story of Wonder Woman, but I want to tell the origin story of Wonder Woman where it actually forces the reader mm-hmm. to think. Forces yeah. the reader to kind of have feelings, have opinions on what Wonder Woman is going mm-hmm. through because it's one of those kind of graphic novels where there's an internal struggle with Wonder Woman. She's not – everything she's trying to do isn't working and she doesn't – A, doesn't understand why because she's in a man's world or, as she says later, the human world. Mm-hmm. And two – She doesn't understand why, you know what, I'm trying to help you. Why are you afraid of me? Yeah. And I I think you you bring it up perfectly. You're asking at the beginning or saying at the beginning that there's not that main antagonist. Mm -hmm. But the antagonist is what's in her mind, essentially, or it's everything in general. She's having trouble figuring it out. And the reason why you're not going to have a main person is because she needs to go through that battle and figure it out on her own. Um, And... That's what it comes down to. I mean, it's a perfect kind of, uh, you know, protagonist versus world mm-hmm. scenario. Uh, so, this not long, so we kind of have to get into spoiler mode because there's not too much else we can talk about mm-hmm. uh, without spoiling anything. So, this is your warning. We're about to get oh, one more thing. The one thing I do mm-hmm. want to say, and this is not spoilery, is at the beginning, the one thing I really did, like a- everything about the artwork, the one thing I really liked is the first. Few, I think it's the first actual page. Uh-huh. Is we have most of the tiles are in this. What this graphic novel uses is black and white, where it's a white with a tan for silhouettes of um, mm-hmm. the actual people. But then at the end of the title, when it says Diana was now Wonder Woman, that's when we get the color where Wonder Woman is in yellow. Yeah. And then her in her costume is the only thing mm-hmm. in color on that tile. That's something I really like to start it because there's that kind of accent to be mm-hmm. like Wonder Woman. And that potentially counts as Ricky's classic. Is this really a spoiler <laughs> moment of the podcast? Because those are usually in here. Anyways, here's your warning. Uh, don't press pause just yet. But mm-hmm. we are about to enter spoiler mode. So if you want to. You can go ahead and press the pause, read it. Um, I mean, it's it's not long. It's hard to find. That's the only difficult thing. It is kind of hard to mm-hmm. find. I'm gonna honestly just suggest a library. Libraries yeah. will have this probably. It's it's probably it's a classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, anyways, if you don't want to get spoiled, press pause because we are now in spoiler mode. Here we are, Ricky. Um, so, I guess let's just get straight into to some of her disputes. It's really hard to. Mm-hmm. To kind of start talking about something because you just have her against, uh, you know, an Asian civil war, her against a Middle Eastern 
dictatorial government. Mm-hmm. Her against, you know, you just have all these little animal like, poachers. Yeah, you just have these little moments um, of things, and it, it's kind of one of those hard to come out. So what I'm going to first start off with is just say, as much as I love the art here, I don't necessarily know that I love it in this scenario because sometimes it is kind of difficult to follow what's going on especially Mm -hmm. in a battle sequence like the perfect one is um i'm pretty sure it was the either the the civil war or it was the uh middle eastern time where all these things are going on and you have like all these different areas in the in the panel where this stuff is happening you're just like okay there's just a lot of stuff and the thing that made it easier for us and I don't know if this is exactly what you were talking about, but this is what I think of, mm-hmm. is for us, we read it digitally. So we were able to see both pages kind of laid out as one. Yeah. And there's this one where it's kind of, they do it diagonally, where it's four separate panels, but it's like, slash, there's one, slash, there's two, slash, mm-hmm. there's three, and then the fourth one. And I just sat there and I was like, man, if I actually had a book in front of me, this seems like it wouldn't yeah. work. Well, there's another the one same too effect. where I don't remember exactly which one it was, and I don't have it pulled up. Mm-hmm. But it's got Wonder Woman's face in the middle, and then there's all these like, here she's beating up that guy, here she's doing this, here she's doing that. There's an explosion, you know, things like that where it's just kind of, uh, yeah. It's, it's that art. was early on. That was it's when, art. that was when she broke. Like they, the terrorist group had the hostages, mm-hmm. and she broke in, and it was her in the middle holding up one of the uh, terrorists and then everything else is like her blocking bullets, her chopping yeah. a gun in half, her throwing them Which are cool things to look at, but it doesn't tell... It's a not story. a good story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You kind of want... And maybe I'm being a little lazy, but you kind of want to have your linear storytelling. Mm-hmm. And that's a very non-linear approach, which, yes, it doesn't necessarily matter in a battle to have the, you mm-hmm. know, the, the straight line, the chronolo- chronological line here, but I still kind of want it. I want to be told that story. I kind of want it well, force-fed in a way. And the thing that really threw me off is, I'll be honest, when mm-hmm. we read these for a graphic conversation, I am much like one of the YouTubers that I like to watch for his Let's Plays is Markiplier. And the one thing he'll always say is when he plays a game, he likes to come in as blind as possible. Don't tell me about the story. Don't tell me any reviews. Don't tell me anything about it. Yeah. I want to come in blind. I treat these graphic novels the same way. Don't show me the review section until after I've read it. Don't tell me exactly what it's about because I want to come in knowing as little to nothing as possible. Get some surprises. You surprises. Know. I can make my own assumptions about it. I can develop my own feelings. And the big thing in this, like, I'm like 75% of the way through, Mm -hmm. and I remember having the thought, it had to be like halfway to 75% through, and I'm having the thought like, man, this is a pretty long prequel. Like, this is a pretty (laughs) long prequel to the graphic novel. Mm -hmm. When are we getting to the graphic novel? And then I was like, oh, this is it. That was the graphic novel. Well, I got confused because, like I said, we're reading digitally, and mm-hmm. I, I'm scrolling down, and I'm at the end, and I'm like, okay, here's a, you know, here's a little thing about the authors, you know, here's the credits. You know, this is this is weird. 
oh, where's the next page? You know, mm-hmm. like when, when does the the next chapter start? And uh, yeah, it just it just felt very sudden, and it that's why I had that kind of hunger for a little bit more, and why I think it kind of serves a little well to a like, hey, here's your very basic bare bones introduction to to mm-hmm. the mind of Wonder Woman and why she is the way that she is. Uh, but the thing is, we need a next step in that case. And I know that when you really start to appreciate, you know, Paul Dini and everything that he was doing and what else he did, you know, Superman, Peace on Earth, Batman, War on Crime, Shazam, Power of Hope. You know, these are the kind of companion pieces to this story mm-hmm. of saying, okay, I'm not telling you all these long stories. I'm not giving you everything. I'm just giving you this one brief moment. I'm giving you this thing where you can kind of sit down, tone into the mind of this hero, something that not everyone's going to do and give you a different, deeper story um, and let you kind of see a different shade. Mm -hmm. And when you appreciate it like that, I think you get a little bit more. And that's where you get the idea of it's a classic. It's a masterpiece. That's when people start using those words when it's really saying it's not about this action packed story. It's about getting in the mind of Wonder Woman or whatever it might be. And that's the thing I liked about it. And I liked how it made you think. Like, if Mm -hmm. you were going to come into this one and not think, you were going to get nothing out of it. Like, I mentioned to you before we started, one of the big things, one of the big reviews that actually I agreed with, except for him calling it boring, but he basically said there was no story. And he boiled it down to... Wonder Woman goes through an inner conflict with herself. You get to look at some nice paintings. The end. Yeah. And I was like, that's it. That, like, I mean, that's that essentially is the what it story. comes down to. Yeah. But I, I definitely think that it's tough because people naturally come into comic books and they want action. It, you mm-hmm. know, they want pow, bam, boom, you know, all this good stuff. Adam West Batman. Yeah, right. That's exactly what I'm referencing. Uh, they want that. Mm-hmm. And... I love stories where they don't do that. No, I didn't love this story. Um, But I definitely think that there's value to it. There's kind of mainstream value to it in a way. Mm -hmm. It's one of those things where, honestly, uh, I could see an English teacher bringing this into a classroom and letting people read it that way because it's it's very accessible, you know, and – I, I that's kind of the value to it, but I definitely do agree that it's pretty much like really enjoy this artwork. Fairly interesting story. Okay, doesn't leave you with too much else. Honestly, I'm sorry, Wonder Woman Spirit of Truth, but it's a little forgettable. Is really what it comes down to. to me. It, well, and the story is there's nothing from this story that really gets me to go, man, remember that? Yeah. Like we always come into these and it's like, man. Remember that scene? Like, that was a cool part of it mm-hmm. that I like to read. This whole thing together was the only thing I'm kind of taken away from it is, oh, she learned to live in a human world. But yeah. she understands Necessary. the human world yeah. more than her mom does. Yeah. And I, and I think that one important thing that we need to, to kind of bring up is mm-hmm. the interaction between her and Clark Kent. Yeah. Superman. Uh, that's probably the biggest thing here. And that's our biggest spoiler moment here of, uh, so she doesn't understand what's going on. She's trying to help all these people, but they're all scared of her. Mm-hmm. She's an outsider. Uh, but she doesn't get that. She also looks weird. Yeah. Normal people looks weird in her Amazonian war- warrior costume. Exactly. Uh, and 
the big thing here is basically she's like, I just don't get it. I'm trying to help these people. When I talk to my mom, she doesn't get it either. She says, don't they understand that you're just trying to help them out? No, they don't. They don't. Mm-hmm. They have their own guides helping them out. They have their own mind that is helping them out. They don't want or need me. She goes to Clark Kent and is like, the fuck, dude? What is going on? And Superman basically just says, hey, I get it because I'm in the same spot. You're an outsider just like I am. They don't trust you. They don't want your help. If, until they need your help. Until they need you. They'll let you save them and then they'll say, oh, you saved me from the car, but you threw it over there and it ruined my fence. <laughs> you ruined my fence, Wonder Woman. But, uh, you know, they that's when they want you. But anyways, he's saying if you get down on their level and you see the world as they do. And I love that line mm-hmm. of the the view looks beautiful and dramatic from up above. But when you get on your feet, you know, you're very focused on what's around you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very different. It's a different view down here on the ground. And that's the moment that really rings true for Wonder Woman. And that's when she goes there. She goes forward and she says, yeah, I need to understand it from them. And those were awesome moments. Stop where, the assassination. Yes. Where she is getting in there. She gets herself imprisoned in a uh, prisoner Sa- camp. Save the hostages. And it's just this really cool moment where she says i just want to observe i just want to see what the world is like down here it reminds me of invincible which is a you know a graphic novel Mm -hmm. we've read before on the show and you guys should all read it read it in Uh, season one yep and and one of my favorite lines from there is you know i don't remember the exact line but they're talking about how you're flying above people aren't people gonna notice no people don't look up Mm -hmm. and that's kind of similar to what this is saying is people aren't having the same view you are. They're very focused down here. You need to understand that. And that's really what changes things for Wonder Woman. She helps people out and they still are kind of leery towards her. Like when she, she saves the it. chick from getting run over from a tank and she just kind of stares at her and runs off because she's so scared. She's just mm-hmm. as scared as Wonder Woman as she was in the tank. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you have like when she stops the assassination, but all these people are still kind of leery mm-hmm. of her of like, that wasn't normal. Uh, the one gripe that I would I, I mentioned this gripe women I think would have and I, maybe women's not the <laughs> right word to use but they a a genuine feminist um, would have issues with the idea and I get it because Wonder Woman and, and Bat, uh, mm-hmm. Batman Wonder Woman and Superman are close and they both are these outsiders so mm-hmm. I get it I get why it happens but I do think some people would have issues of woman is having issues in comes the man to help her out. And now, oh, now all my problems are solved now that the man has helped me. I do think that would be think, a great thing. I didn't that even think about that. And the reason I didn't think about uh-huh. that is he wasn't holding her hand. It wasn't like a here, let me hold your hand through things. Yeah, I, uh, I saw it as, and maybe because mm-hmm. I'm from the masculine side of it. Yeah. I just saw it as two friends having dinner, and just like I would ask any mm-hmm. friend for their advice, he gave his advice. Yep. Wonder Woman went, huh, Good let thing me to think try about. that out. And then mm-hmm. she did, and it worked. Yeah. I do think that it's a little hand-holdy uh, because he's basically like, well, you're an outsider. Have you tried being mm-hmm. like them? Uh, that's why I'm Clark Kent. She literally asks him, why, do you, why are you in disguise? Mm-hmm. Why are you not— Funny, she says, why are you not in your costume? Yeah. Uh, 
But it reminds me of my mom. She'll call anything a costume. Uh, <laughs> you put on a suit and she's like, oh, you're wearing a costume. It's mm-hmm. a suit. Uh, but anyways, it is a little hand-holding in that case. But I do completely understand that. These are both outsiders. The only other outsider you really have is what? Martian Manhunter? Mm-hmm. Um, and that would have thrown everybody for a loop in that case if he's in this. But, uh, you know, well, really. He even, he even does the same thing. Mm-hmm. He changes his form and do yeah. looking like a human. Exactly. Uh one of the big the big thing here, though, of course, if you're going to complain about that, you're complaining about a systemic problem of mm-hmm. what female hero is Wonder Woman really going to go talk to? In DC's world, try and think of one of your main ones. You don't have anybody. You have more Supergirl. in Marvel. Yeah, but Supergirl is kind of referenced. Superman kind of sort of maybe referenced her, but Supergirl's not very popular. No, but that's the only one I can really think of. In D- maybe in Marvel, Starfire, Raven. no. no. And and I mean that's mm-hmm. I'm not saying that to you. I'm just saying in general that's the yeah, issue that I'm DC just, has. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marvel would have an easier time of it because they have more well-known women. They got Wasp. They got Captain mm-hmm. Marvel. They've got Black Widow. Yep. They've got you have more the popular X-Men. ones. Yeah, very a ton of X-Men uh, females in that case. There's mm-hmm. a lot of options. Electra, you can throw in in there because everybody loves Electra. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jessica Jones. Um, yeah, Jessica Jones, only popular because of the show. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, that's a more of a systemic issue. I just wanted to bring up why I think that would be an issue for some people. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that we are missing right now? I mean, the only thing that I think that I wanted to hit mm-hmm. was, and I couldn't help but think about this, only because we're reading this and you guys are watching or listening to it a week before the movie comes out. Yeah. And Wonder Woman will come out a week from this going up on March, uh, not March, May 25th. And and, and really quick to stop you, you are you guys going to review it? We will. Rick and Johnny podcast, they will review it. I probably won't watch it. Yeah, I'm just going to be honest. I probably won't watch Wonder Woman. I'm not really that excited about it. And I'm at May 26th as you guys are listening to this. The review will come out June 5th Mm -hmm. will be when we come out with it because we'll record it on that Sunday like we usually do. But the thing I couldn't help but think was this Wonder Woman in this story compared to the Wonder Woman that I'm seeing in the trailers for the Wonder Woman movie. Yeah. I I love Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman way more than this one mm-hmm. because I kind of feel like there there were hints of the story that I'm kind of seeing yeah, I think you get in moments. the trailer yeah. with what happened here. But the thing that is vastly different and from I could be wrong when I go see the movie, but is vastly different. And this kind of goes back to what you were saying. The Wonder Woman in this story was kind of like, oh, I have a problem. I don't know how to fix it. Whereas mm-hmm. Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman, and this is why I loved it. A little it, bit more badass. Well, isn't like, she's not going to be like, oh, whoa, I have a problem. Mm. She's going to take the bull by the horns and she's going to be the one to step up. There is like that scene where she's like, how do you move around with this? And she kicks her leg, rips the dress open a little bit. Yeah. So she can move a little bit. And she's more of a, it's going to be, it looks like it's going to be a Wonder Woman that isn't going to take that back seat mm-hmm. to the male uh the male other protagonists yeah like this wonder woman kind of did to superman i think that this book could potentially be an awesome wonder woman story mm-hmm. 
but it wouldn't be the Wonder Woman story that people want to see. I think it'd be a very cool story for her to come in there, kick ass, and people would be like, uh, no. Very mm-hmm. similar to uh, which which one was it? Was it Age of Ultron? Where they, where everybody was, I know we're flipping, flipping mm-hmm. uh, companies here, but where everyone was like, yeah, we don't agree with what you guys are doing. No, Civil War. Civil, Civil War. War. Where they're like, we don't agree with what you guys are doing. Mm-hmm. We don't want you guys around here. Um, and... Uh, Batman v Superman was going mm-hmm. at it too. Not the greatest, but they were going at it. Yeah, I think you could get a really good story of Wonder Woman coming out there, kicking ass, being badass like we all want her, and people being like, we don't want you. Get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and having her kind of say, what can I do? Take the more down-to-earth approach, live with them, and go at it that way. I think that could be an interesting, compelling story on the screen mm-hmm. and would do more with what DC is just trying to do of Throw some fucking action out there because it's working for Marvel and it See, had the I, movies not work. I am pleased with what I'm seeing from the Wonder Woman trailers. And after reading this story, mm-hmm. I'm even more pleased with it because of the kind of image and the kind of strong character that we are getting portrayed by Gal Gadot. Yeah. Uh, so let's get to our other favorite moment. Okay. Uh, Ricky. Let's rate it. What are you What are you giving it? I am going to give it. Let's give it three lasso of truths out of five. There you go. And the reason why I'm giving it three lassos is because, really, the story to me really knocked it. And I mean, if I wasn't into superhero comics and I wasn't into DC, it would probably be a two out of five. Uh-huh. But the big thing that the story did well was it made me think about things, but really what saved this graphic novel was the art. The mm-hmm. art was phenomenal. I can't knock it. It gets two two lassos for the art, one lasso for the story for a three of five. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I'm going to get to my reading, but do you like Wonder Woman? Like, is, is she, I'm is she, not are you a fan really, of her? I'm not for or against Wonder Woman, so it's not like, oh my God, I love Wonder Woman. Now, when it comes to Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman, uh-huh. that might change my opinion after seeing Wonder Woman. I may be like, you know, Wonder Woman never did it for me. But that movie yeah. and that version of Wonder Woman, that is my mm. favorite. But it's not like I hate Wonder Woman. She's just kind of there. I Yeah, I just never really cared that much about Wonder Woman. Um, I, I just don't find her particularly that great. I mean, she's kind of this counter to Superman uh, without being Supergirl. Mm-hmm. Uh and it's just, I don't know. I mean, my favorite Wonder Woman moment is Mallrats, where they talk about how she's only her super womb could mm-hmm. hold the, that Kryptonian Sup- seed. Yeah. Uh, and go watch Mallrats if for some dumb reason you've never <laughs> seen the movie. Go watch it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I always just fall back on she is a classic BDSM trope. A I mean, that's bit, all yeah. she is. That's all her. That's all that, uh, you know, William Martson. That's what he was. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's psychologist, so very interested in that type of stuff. He was convinced that women were more truthful than men by nature. Uh, that's why she's got this lasso of truth that mm-hmm. she uses on men to get them to tell the truth. And it is this dominatrix, strong woman, stronger than all these men that just take advantage of it. I find that more fascinating than I find actual Wonder Woman mm-hmm. because, uh, of course, no one's going to dive into that. Um, if anything, people shy away from it as much as possible and water down this character. Um, so there's your, if you didn't know that, there's your fun history lesson of the day. Anyways, for this one, 
all of that was getting really to my fact of I am very wishy-washy average on Wonder Woman 2, and that's why I give this the most solid average score of a 2.5 because I'm very much like, yeah, sure. It was fine. Well, and that I'm going to probably forget about it. And that was it. But the, I love story, that the story wasn't as strong as I would have liked. Yeah. And that was its big knock of, yes, the story got you to think about things. It was a different view at the origin story of Wonder Woman. Yep. But there wasn't enough meaningful action to make yes. me care about the story. And I didn't even get, as much as I love the art, mm-hmm. uh, I didn't even get to my major gripe. I cannot stand this mm-hmm. in graphic novels and comics. Give me a fucking bubble. Do not <laughs> put the text just right on, on the, the art. Right on the panel. It just, it doesn't work. It mm-hmm. never looks right. It looks good. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. It looks nice, but it doesn't look right. And you have those moments where like, You'll have black lettering that are getting on gray, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Yeah, this, now this is a pain to read." This one was kind of hard to read in that sense, especially with how we were reading it digitally and didn't yes. have the actual book on our it hands. It just becomes a pain. I don't mm-hmm. like it. Just do it. As much as it looks nice, it's nice to look at. It's not convenient nice to read. It's not convenient. You guys can let us know what you think down below in the comment section. You know what is our you know, are our scores wrong? Did Ricky fuck this up? <laughs> Probably is the answer. Uh, and, of course, you guys can also let us know what you think that we should read, even though, uh, you know, we have a very good staple of mm-hmm. um, of comics that we're going to read, of graphic novels for you guys. But the big thing that we want to know is, what about next time? What else do you guys want us to read? And what are some of your favorite and of course, what is going to be your personal opinion on Wonder Woman and the, of course, story movie mm-hmm. that is coming up. Uh, but coming up pretty soon, we're going to read something very interesting for you guys. And we're both very excited about Love this. Love it. Can't wait. We're going to be reading Fables next. And some of you guys may have heard of Fables because of The Wolf Among Us. Uh, we should have played some of it. We did. You guys can check that out uh, way in while way, ago, way ago, maybe like two years ago. Um, you guys can read that, but you might also because of what is it? Um, Once upon a time is that mm-hmm. what that TV yep. show is? Uh, that kind of references fables as well. Just to give you guys a quick little uh, description of the series as a whole, uh, that the series is dealing with various people from fairy tales and folklore and referring to them as fables. They have been forced out of their home lands by the adversary who has conquered the realm and now they are traveling to our world and living in new york city in a place called fable town and this Mm -hmm. is just how they have to deal with this world and adjusting to our lives uh very excited here on a graphic conversation we're glad to be back and i hope you guys enjoy it share it like it subscribe you know, check out the Rick and Johnny podcast because they're also talking about the same stuff. If you're into sports, check out any of our other stuff. We got a lot of mm-hmm. sports content available for you guys. Uh, but we'll see you in two weeks when we read fables. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.